Hey friends, welcome back to the Call to Lead podcast. So I am super excited to be recording this episode on the heels of a achieving a really big goal in my business, which is kind of insane. And I'm so excited to share this with you guys, along with some of the lessons that I have learned with the timing of achieving this big goal alongside taking an entire year off of social media and sharing my story and all the things I've been doing for the last year with you guys. And so I'm going to summarize it today with a big announcement for a big personal update with you guys, but then also share for those of you guys who might be feeling stuck trying to balance building your own personal business versus helping your team win big and just share some of the things that I really feel like the Lord has put on my heart from my personal experience. I am so excited to dive in to today's episode. Get excited. Are you dreaming of making a long-term income and impact beyond your own efforts, but feel like you're struggling to replicate your results? I'm Heather, a former burned out boutique owner turned top network marketing leader, and I've learned the hard way that you don't have to do all the things all on your own. Now, my passion is helping social sellers scale their business by choosing faith over fear and using simple, duplicatable systems without having to sell your soul to social media. I'm so excited to share with you simple tips, tricks, and tools to help you take your business to the next level. In each episode, I'll share faith-focused wisdom, proven systems that your team can duplicate, and inspiring stories from other leaders who have been right where you are today. Are you ready to grow your team, find joy and fulfillment, and feel free? Break out your favorite pen and notebook, and let's dive in. Okay, so I'm also going to be recording this live in a couple of places. So I recently started a YouTube channel where I am your saint mama. So wherever you are in your saint journey, whether you haven't tried the makeup yet or whether you have just gotten started with it, or maybe you're looking to get some free makeup by becoming a hostess and setting up a VIP link, or maybe you're an artist, whether or not you're on my team, I'm happy to share my experience and the journey of what that looks like. And so today's video and podcast are going to be also posted on that channel because I am so excited to announce something big. I just hit a huge rank advancement. And for those of you guys who are like, what, what even is that? What even does that mean? <laughs> In Saint, we basically have 10 different levels or promotions within our business, starting at what they call Artist One, going up to two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and X and beyond. And so just a little quick mini lesson. Everyone starts at Artist One ranks to artist two, which is usually about the time they start a profitable business. Artist three is about the top 10% of the company. Artist four is top 5%. Artist two is top 2%. Yeah, artist five is top 2%. Artist six is top 1%. Artist seven and eight are like less than a half or less than 1%, so a tiny little bit. And I am so proud that I have just ranked to artist nine, which is, let's say there's only been six people. There's only th two other outside of me, but there have only been six people ever to hit this rank within our company of about 30,000 distributors or what we call artists. And then there's a very special rank called artist X or the number 10 rank in our company that Sarah Davies, who if you're listening to this podcast she, you have heard her story before. She is my amazing saint mama. And I'm so excited that she has ranked to the very top of our company. And this is a big deal because it has been over two years since anyone has accomplished this. And 
she and I both have been very aligned in both of our our goals and our vision for getting there. And we've honestly been going for it for all six years. And this is definitely a culmination of our all six years of our journey here with Saint. But it also has been very intentionally focused not on what we're seeing a lot of people focus on within the industry, which is trying to build a massive following online, be a top seller. Like we didn't even, neither of us actually qualified for our company's sales trip this last year. And of course, I have spent the last year ignoring. And if you've been listening to the the different series that I've been sharing here recently, that the ignore strategy is one of the options that you can choose to use within growing your network marketing business, whatever that looks like for you. But I, that's the situation that I've been doing. Sarah has not been ignoring social media, but she definitely does not have a big presence. She has more people on her team than she has followers on Instagram. <laughs> she certainly is not showing up as an online influencer. And she's not doing the investment strategy, if you've listened to that episode. And she is, however, doing what I recommend, which is the integrate strategy, which is taking her product, taking her business and integrating it, sharing things alongside her life and her family. And so neither of us have done this the way that you're seeing others blow up in their business. And I think it's really cool. And I'm very proud to say that we have done it in a different way. If you're listening to this and you have stumbled upon this YouTube video or you've stumbled upon this podcast and you haven't heard my story, definitely go back and and check out some of the things. But essentially, I wanted to continue the, the series that I'm talking about where I'm sharing the different strategies for how to grow social media. So again, it's influencer, it's ignore, which is what I've been doing. It's the investment strategy and then the integrate strategy. And I wanted to share an interview for with someone who exemplifies this. And I'm going to be honest with you. I There was not anybody that came to mind that has completely ignored social media and done enough big things in their business to actually interview on the podcast. But then I thought, you know what? That's what I've been doing. And the timing of achieving this big goal allows me the opportunity to share my experience to also share my story and to be able to celebrate with you guys because I am, this is something, it feels really weird to, I guess, shout myself out. But at the same time, because I'm not, haven't been posting on social and, you know, because I know people might be curious, this allows me to share the story of how it happened, how it was actually a huge surprise. And hopefully um, this can inspire you if you are feeling stuck in your business and you're feeling like it's not possible for you to rank and grow or not possible for you to balance your personal cells with serving your team and all the things. I'm going to share the story of how it happened because like many rank advancements and like the one thing we don't love for it to do, it usually it came down to the last day of the month. And again, this is a rank that has been this close for a very long time. And I've had the structure in my my organization. I've had all the little bubbles. If you've ever heard of the bubble chart that Sarah and I coach on within our teams, I've had all those bubbles in place. But if, and you've ever heard me coach or you've taken the Replicate Your Results course, then you know that I'm a big believer that you cannot force people. This is a volunteer army. You cannot push it. You cannot force it to happen. It has to happen from the desire of those also going for their goal. So the way, I think it's Zig Ziglar, I don't know the exact quote, but the way to win big is to help other people win big. So that's essentially what Sarah and I have been doing is linking arms with those who actually want to do this thing and helping them get there. So it all came down to the last day of the month where we knew there were technically three different paths of how it could happen, which is amazing because a lot of people just put their hope in like all their eggs in like the one basket. 
Whereas there were multiple paths, which was great, but we weren't really sure. And the path that we thought it was going to happen, we could see as the night went on that it didn't look like it was going to. And so I sent my amazing leader, Brianne, who ranked to the top 1% of the company and pushed all of us up, which is just amazing. And I shared with her, I was like, I hope you know how special you are. And this is going to happen for you so soon. And I cannot wait for when it does. And you guys, I went to sleep, literally went to sleep, thinking like it had not happened and being more than peaceful about it because actually I was went to bed like really excited and fired up over the fact that I knew that it would happen soon, thinking like maybe this month or the next month. And so I, I just I had so much peace and I was prayerful that Brienne also had peace. And Sarah, my St. Mama, she and I weren't even talking. And anyway, so what, like talking about it, meaning, like I said, I just went to bed. I just went to bed. And the craziest thing happened, and this is what I want to spend the book of the rest of this episode talking about, is I woke up the morning of the 1st, of March 1st, so it was almost a week ago, and or it will be a week by the time this podcast um, airs. But I woke up that morning, and you guys, I'm not saying it was a word from the Lord, because I don't know that, and I do think he speaks to us through a lot of different things, but I woke up with the most clear message on my heart that I feel like is such an important message just for life in general, but it's definitely one that I want to leave you with in business. And that was the prayer that's, Lord, what do you have for me in this? And then I was like, wait, what? What is the, because this is, again, this is before I knew, this is literally my eyes are open. Okay. I didn't know, I didn't know that the rain could happen. I didn't know how it happened. I didn't know anything. I, I went to bed thinking, it didn't, and it's fine. So then I'm sitting there thinking, wait, what is that? What is, what did, Lord, what do you have for me in this? I'm like, in what? In, in, I was trying to think of all the different areas of what that meant. And then I got another little clarity, which was in all things, there's a blessing or a lesson, right? Those two words, blessing and lesson. And I was like, okay. I was like, and I thought, okay, definitely there's such a blessing and, and all these things in Romans 8, 28. The Lord works all things together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. That's my life first. So I'm like, okay, I got that. And then the lesson piece, I was like, yes, there's definitely some lessons to learn with not having it happen this month. So this is all going through my mind. And I, I roll over. This is a habit that I've developed. I roll over. I look at the Bible app. And it was a, a beautiful psalm um, from David talking about the Lord is my refuge. And I was like, okay, great. This is awesome. So then I'm like sleepy. I have my little coffee and I log into the back office a little bit out of habit, but I log into my back office and I see it has right there. It Ours actually resets with what our rank is at the beginning of the month and it won't show until the 10th of the month, but it also shows the monthly bonus right there. And I was like, I saw the bonus and I was like, that's different. That is, that was not like that yesterday. What it, what happened from when I went to sleep? Or from yesterday afternoon, I couldn't even remember when the last time I actually looked at it was. But I'm like, something happened. What happened? And so then I'm like, how can I figure this out? Why my bonus raised a significant amount like overnight while I slept? And I was like, okay, this is interesting. So I knew that the one place that does update is a place in our back office called the sales volumes tab. And so I clicked on the sales volumes and lo and behold, right there in letters was I X, which is nine in Roman numerals. And I, like you guys, I, I didn't, you know, I was speechless. I think I'm still speechless. I was like, I'm sorry, what? My eyes went crossed and I was like, am I seeing this right? And of course I have this line of artist eights. So I've been actually, let's see, when did I write to artist eight? I want to say it was in 2019. It was maybe the fall of 2019. So I've been stuck at my rank 
a very beautiful, happy rank that I've been happy to be for a while, but for years, literally, I've been stuck at my rank for years. And so here's this long line of eights. And at the very top, it's nine. And I was like, how did this happen? What happened? How did this, this is amazing. And I'm like, and it's 6 a.m. And I'm like texting sweet Brienne, my leader that I knew um, had ranked. And I was so excited from her for her. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you have to call me the minute you wake up. Then I text Sarah, my upline, and I'm like, wait, what just happened? And literally, that's all I that's all I messaged her. And then a few minutes later, I was like, I'm calling Sarah. So I called Sarah. She didn't answer because I figured I could probably call my upline. But I was like, I'm not going to call Brienne because clearly some things happened after I went to bed. <laughs> She's been working her tail off and I will wait for her to wake up. But I'm like, call me the minute that you do. And, and then, of course, I, I stumbled over to my husband and was just like, something happened. And he was like, he thought something bad had happened. And, and he's that's this is amazing. This is great news. And I was like, yes, it is. And it, you guys, I was just completely like starstruck and all of that. However, okay, so that's basically how it happened, okay? Come to find out, yes, Brienne, absolutely. Oh my gosh, what an incredible leader. She is just so inspiring to me. And so is her entire amazing team because they really rallied together and just put their head. And actually, it wasn't even just her team. She, some of my amazing, her sidelines, so some of my other leaders from other legs that don't benefit a thing were helping her. They were coaching her. They were serving her and pouring into her, giving her amazing advice. And she did it. And she actually went to bed and didn't even know. She just knew that she had done the work. She had followed the advice that I preach, which is marry the process, divorce the results. She knew that the people that were interested in trying the makeup had said they were going to order. And she's, I'm just going to trust that they are. And she had given that goal. She had given, and not just the goal, she had literally asked the Lord for that. And she had given that, handed it over to him. And so she also went to bed. Okay. So it was just such a beautiful thing. And so then it all started to become clear. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Okay. There's obviously, this is a huge blessing for all of us. So when going back to what my, my, my word from the Lord, what do you have for me in this Lord? Like the blessing piece was glaringly obvious. Like how incredible to be gifted the, this huge goal that I've been working six years towards and to be a part of it. But I'm like, I know there's some lessons here too. And so in the last week and just prayerfully getting ready for this podcast, I thought it might be helpful for me to share some of the blessings and the lessons with you of what it's looked like or what it looked like really to hit this rank, especially in doing it without social media. Okay. So the first blessing, and I've talked about this before on the podcast, I'll make sure to link the specific episode, but it, this is for those of you guys who are really struggling with the balance of wanting to grow your personal business. Maybe you're feeling like I was over a year ago where you're like, oh gosh, maybe just, I just need to take over TikTok or maybe I need to get to 10,000 Instagram followers and do two reels a day and grow my personal business over here. But then you've got this team that not everybody wants to do that. So you're trying to navigate what it looks like to show them how to do it. And then you're and then you're also trying to achieve these goals that aren't going to come from only their effort or only your effort. And so in the podcast, I talk about going from the me strategy to the them strategy and then resulting in the we strategy, which is essentially the biggest blessing in all of this over the last year has been making decisions that aren't just for me. Stepping away from social media was not just for my own personal business. It was to set the example not just for my team, but for all of you guys, for the, all of the company, to try to set a bigger example that, yes, social media is a very powerful tool that can help you build your business, but it is not the only way. And so the, one of the biggest blessings was really getting into the rhythm of what has motivated me to do the actions, to do the work, to do the things in my business in the last year specifically. 
it wasn't just for me. It was truly to be able to show somebody else that they can do it too. And here's how to do it. And so I, and I've learned out loud this entire way. So if you're like, tell us more, girl, go listen to all the last, I think this is episode 67. Go <laughs> listen to the last 67 episodes over the last year and you will hear all of the different ways and binge away, my friend. Definitely go ahead and subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already or to the YouTube so that you can get an update when I do the podcast, which are usually on Fridays. So each week and sometimes twice a week at certain points during the year. So anyway, that's one of the biggest blessings is making decisions not just for myself, but also for my team. And you can do the same thing, okay? Wherever you are, whatever situation that you're in, okay? Making decisions for not just for yourself, but for your team and for those around you. Now, here's one of the biggest lessons that I learned through all of this, especially this is challenging if you are like me and you do lead a rather large team. So I have about 40, almost 4,500 ladies on my team which I know can seem very overwhelming. And yes, it is, it's not possible for me to know all 4,500 of those artists. It's not far, definitely not possible for me to even necessarily intentionally connect with every single amazing leader that I've ever met, maybe at a conference or a reunion. And it's outside of the work of the Holy Spirit, putting somebody's name on my heart. It is definitely a challenge to really focus on staying connected to every single leader. And I will say that the biggest lesson in this for me is being off of social media made that so much worse. So that is not, I don't have any regrets from taking um, this year off of social media, but the biggest lesson, no doubt, is losing touch and losing connection with is that when it came time, when it came down to the wire and we're serving up, we're showing and we're being very transparent. That's another thing about, okay, this rank does impact. The, we didn't want it to be a surprise that this rank would impact many different people. But in that, it it tends to lend when you haven't spoken with someone for a year or more and you haven't commented or engaged with them on social media and you realize their kids have grown up like overnight and you realize things that it just there were a couple of times where I just felt like, wow, I miss this person and I wish that I had been able to stay more intentionally connected with them throughout this journey. And so for me, oh gosh, I'm getting emotional, but for me, that's one of the biggest lessons and one of the biggest reasons why I decided to come back to the platform of Facebook socially is to be able to stay more connected to the people that I love, to be able to see those important life updates from the people that I've met at reunion and conferences or that I've served at a retreat somewhere along the way. And social media allows us to do that because as leaders trying to lead a big team and then again, not having that platform of social, it's, it is a really big challenge. So for me, that was a huge lesson that I know the Lord is, again, working together for my good. Okay, so the next blessing in this is stepping away from social media or, again, going back to that ignore strategy. And I was just talking with another top leader today about she was feeling like she needed to completely step back from social media. And you might be feeling that same thing, friend. And again, if that's for a season, maybe it's a few weeks, maybe it's for a month, maybe it's for a year like me. I I will say one of the biggest blessings in being able to do that was I was able to focus my energy where it counted the most. There's only so much of us to go around and kind of me taking that energy, that mental energy of trying to focus on a social media strategy as a, as a facet of my business, it allowed me to focus energy again on fo- finding alternatives to be able to serve people who want to do it in a different way, 
It allowed me to focus on my goal of ranking and helping my teamies rank and to spend my time. I've been doing coaching calls with the with those leaders that are director that are are within within that that or WAMs weekly accountability meetings with those who want to grow. And of course, doing level up leadership was a, a thing that we where we initially rolled out the replicate your results course that we rolled out to anybody and everybody a few months ago. So all of that was really where I was able to focus my energy. And that made a tremendous impact, not just on my business through this rank, but truly, I know that the reason that the rank happened is because we were able to help a bunch of other people do big things in their business. And that is such a blessing of being able to focus the, the energy. Now, a lesson, and I mentioned this recently, that I also learned from trying to do this is there were other people who totally missed the memo that I was still intentionally working my business, just not on social media. So there were people, confusion from people who were just friends of mine that hadn't seen me in a while that as to whether I was even still doing this business. There was confusion from my team members feeling because they're not seeing that that work or that effort on a public place like social media, right? They're like, is she working her business? And absolutely, it's a blessing or it's a lesson that it did create confusion. And it's one of those things that I, I still wrestle with a little bit. And again, stepping back in and focusing on the integrate method is a way that I can do that because I can still integrate my business, just not have it be the only thing, the only facet of what I'm sharing online. And so a big lesson for me also was the confusion on whether I was even still doing the business to begin with, which, yes, I've been working very hard on my, on my business over the last year, even though it hasn't been on social. Okay. And I already touched on this, but the next blessing is being able to help others win allowed me to win. And that makes this rank so much more fulfilling. It makes it so much more special is it didn't happen again just because I did something. It happened because a lot of other people have done some really amazing things. And it wasn't just Brianne's incredible, but my goodness, I know, you know, Courtney Sheffield, who is an awesome leader who technically ranked to that that top 1% and got back there very solidly earlier this year. She was she and her incredible team were a huge uh, factor in that. Also, Colleen Matthews, who is an incredible leader who leads an amazing team, got to the top, um, like point, whatever artist seven is, like the top, basically 25 or, or top 50, maybe something like that in the company. She's amazing. She's had a huge hand in this and her team is growing by leaps and bounds. Molly Goodman, Lauren Verlander, and a, an incredible team of that they lead together. And gosh, there's like leaders for days over there on that team. There's literally multiple leaders at that artist seven level happening over there. And so their continued growth has been a huge facet. And then Tammy Williams, Katie Martin, and Kate Twig, who, and, and gosh, and there's more, um, Ray Lynn, Chelsea, Mary, that is still, that, that leg of my business still makes up over half of my business. And talk about leaders for days. There are probably 10 or so artist sevens, which again is probably 50-ish of the company on that one leg. And so all of this growing together and being able to serve people. And there's certain gals on there that they, with our comp, comp plan, I might not even get paid on their, on them. But I learned to let that go a long time ago that whether they're on my team or not, whether or how much I get paid from them on my team, whether even on my team and my company, wherever it is, I have found that focusing on that abundance mindset and helping other people win has been just not only the biggest blessing in terms of the result it's had in, on my business, but more importantly, on the impact that it's had on my heart to continue to show up and do the hard things to continue to focus on that next goal, which my goal is double X, you guys. Like, so what Sarah, my Saint Mama just did, 
I want to do I want to do that and then do it again because I know I can do it. And that's I'm already working on those baby steps because I've got that clear path and a clear vision. Um, and I know that a lot of people will be, will be blessed along along the way. And so now here's another lesson. OK, and this is technically a lesson that I wouldn't say I learned in the last year, but it's one that came up in a lot, a, a lot in the last year. And that is making sure that while there will always be key pieces um, or bubbles, again, if you will, in the structure of your business, you should not just be focusing on the ones that you need. Okay. So you just heard me say, my goal is to, to take it to the next level. And I started and invited uh, a WAM, a weekly accountability meeting that I, is one of the most impactful tools that Bob Heilig, my mentor, taught me is implementing that. And so I've been, for example, leading that with a group that had nothing to do with this rank at all. They, The success of those ladies, they they didn't impact this, but they will impact, I get there's not a double X rank, but they, they absolutely, me helping them will help my business. And the biggest lesson is just remembering that your structure, those bubbles in your bubble chart or in your rank chart or whatever you call them, they're not bubbles, they are people, okay? And yes, to get to the top ranks in your company, you're going to have a lot of those people. But remembering that they're people first and not just focusing on what they need, but focusing on who wants it and how can you help them. To me, that's definitely one of the biggest lessons in achieving anything like this, okay? So then oh, this is another huge blessing for me. And honestly, it's something that was one of the biggest motivators for me was in achieving this rank, I allowed to lift up and push my amazing mentor and mama in the business, Sarah Davies, to the highest rank in the company. And that, my friends, is really dang special and so fulfilling in so many different ways. And so if you aren't that leader yet, I encourage you to do that and just ask your upline and just say, hey, are you close to ranking? Am I a factor in that? Could I be a factor in that? Because if you're a helper like me, if that stuff comes to you in your nature, that could be the intrinsic motivation and the desire that you need, like it was for me, to get your butt in gear and get there. And it's a beautiful thing that this business model, and I know it gets a bad rap, but it's a beautiful thing that we all win, that her winning means that I've won and that I've helped other people do it. Like this entire business is built on helping other people do whatever it is that they want here, okay? Knowing that it is it is a long game and it's taken us six years to get here and somebody could do it fast. People have done it faster and so it absolutely can be done faster, but it definitely is a long game, okay? So that is one of the biggest blessings in achieving a rank like this is that you do, you get to lift up others, you get to link arms with others and you get to to run with them. And actually, it's so funny. Okay, so I, I didn't have this in my notes, but I'm gonna share it. So I'm a big golf fan. I um, have recently, over the last couple of years, started playing golf again. Again, I've never really played it, but it's a big, family thing. Anyways, I've loved golf. I've had the blessing to be able to attend the Masters every year since, gosh, college. And so I love the game of golf. And I have been watching Full Swing on Netflix. And if you haven't yet watched that, even if you don't know anything about golf, definitely go watch it. It's really good. And one of the themes of that series was the the kind of what's happening right now within the PGA Tour and then with the Live Golf Tour. So the game of golf is being completely shaken up. And it will, there's lessons again in all of that, and there will, it, it will raise up the game of golf, no doubt. But on the PGA Tour, which is the more legacy-focused approach, so less focused on inspiring other people, really focused on being aligned with the best of the best in the business versus the live. And again, I don't know where you fall on this, but the live is definitely more focused on just the money. It's show me the money, honey. So the people that have gone over there, they're very vocal about the fact that for them, it was a financial decision. And they get paid more to do less. And so that's the decision of why they're choosing. 
which to each their own, but I have really been inspired by Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy in particular and the culmination of, of that, not to spoil it, but it really showcases on how they, even though they golf has been an individual sport, they rallied together to be the voice for golf in general to help use this situation that's this kind of dichotomy, but not to equate it to the online influencer versus the old-fashioned way of doing it. Or again, go back and listen. I'll link it in the show notes, the network marketing versus social selling, because they are, they're counter to each other. And I have a whole episode that talks about that if you haven't heard it yet. But it's the same thing, right? Live The Live Tour and PGA Tour, they're both golf. They both ultimately together will do big things for the game of golf. And I can't wait to watch that happen. But there's a little bit of conflict. And so Rory and Tiger have been advocates for allowing this to be the opportunity to really focus on lifting up the game of golf. And so Sarah and I know are super aligned in that mission. Same thing within network marketing, definitely within our company. And it's so much bigger than our team is that we get to be a part of if we can do it, you can do it. And I promise you, it's it can be done. It's not easy. It does take some hard work, but it does not take going viral on Instagram. That is for sure. Okay. So anyway, that little side note, <laughs> that that was really inspiring to me. Okay, and then the last lesson in this that's tied to the same effort of pushing you being the one to push your upline up is you are going to need to know that whoever got you to your current rank and the leaders that that you might think are the most solid or the biggest leaders or even the newest or the people that you want it more for, you just know they could just crush it here, okay? They might not be the ones to get you there, and that's okay. Or they might not be the ones to get you to that mid-level rank, but they might be the ones that come out the gate swinging to, to get you all the way to the top. And so for me, that was me with Sarah, is that I was not the one that got her, that pushed her to the first few five or so, yeah, six ranks, I think, in the company. But it was, I was to that, that kind of little sweet spot of artist seven. But then I was not when she ranked to artist eight. In fact, I've been a little bit vocal about this experience and probably should go in more in depth on the lessons of that. But I, at that point, actually had taken two steps backwards in my business. I was getting paid at artist five. So if you've ever gone two steps backwards, I feel, yeah, it's not easy. But that, that season, again, there were so many lessons and it absolutely was worth it. And it's a part of the reason why I'm stronger here. In the same way, going back to the golf analogy, in the same way that the PGA Tour allows for cuts in the business meeting. You play two days. If you're not halfway, if you're not in the top half, you don't get paid. I know that there's a lot of talk within the industry right now that some people like it, some people don't, but most of the golfers agree that it's those cuts. It's like the hard things of falling just short that make you pick up your bootstraps and get going right then again and then the next month to do the big things in the business. And so I guarantee you, some of the top players would argue that missing those cuts was the driving factor that helped them get to the point of where they are in their business. And I agree with going steps backwards in your business. So I was not that to get Sarah, far from that, to get Sarah to, to Artist Eight. I wasn't even a factor. To Artist Nine, I might have been like a contributing factor, but I was not her Artist Eight to get her there. At one of my amazing sideline sisters was, and I love that for her. But I knew I wanted to be the one, the Artist Nine, to get her to Artist X. And so this is a good reminder and a good lesson for all of us that the ones that you think or that you hope might be the ones to get you there. It might not be them. So going back to helping others win allows you to win. You just find the ones on your team, however big your team is, or even the leaders that aren't yet on your team, you link arms with them and you show them the way you show, you lead by example. Going back to that that very first blessing in this is making the decisions not just for yourself, but for your team, good, bad, and the other, knowing that people won't do what they see, what you tell them to do. They're going to do what they see you do. So keeping that in mind, 
And my friends, I promise you can also achieve whatever goals you have in mind for yourself and your business. Thank you so much for letting me celebrate this with you guys and also do a little hybrid of, 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 of sharing a story, if you will, or a lesson from, from my own example as a top leader in our company of what it looks like to ignore social media and how that has been definitely a blessing, but has also taught me so many lessons in this business. And so hopefully this is helpful. Definitely head on over to the Call to Lead community on Telegram if you aren't already in there and let me know your thoughts. And you can also text the word podcast to 912-405-8912 if you want to be connected to that community and stay in touch on all the things. So thank you guys again for watching or listening and thanks for celebrating with me and I will see y'all next week. Yay. I'm so grateful for your time with me today. Feel free to check out heatherkburge.com for all the scoop on all the things. Also, I've got a huge favor. If you found any value from today's episode, would you mind leaving me a quick review? Or even better, share with a friend by clicking those three little dots at the bottom of your screen. Sending you big hugs.